welcome to the Yard Talk Podcast. Today is Tuesday, October 7th, and we are talking anything and everything sports today. How are you doing, guys? Great. Let me interrupt you, Joe. Let me interrupt you, Cooper. Damn. I hate Tyler Hero. This 20-year-old junkie over here. Well, listen, the Lakers were leading by nine the second left. A lot of people out there had Lakers by six and a half or seven and a half. This honky-ass white boy decides to shoot the ball with a second left and scores a three and Lakers win by six. What do you got to do that, bro? Take a little smirk off your face. You owe me 20 bucks. I'm going to literally DM you my Venmo. That's all I have to say. I know it's Tuesday, and I'm already going down the shitter with my betting trends. But I'm already heated. I, I really hope the Lakers win by 20 tomorrow. It's going to be a gentleman's sweep. It's 3-1 right now. Lakers are winning. This could be another bad week for Brendan on this, at this rate. Brendan, I, I think this week is maybe shaping up for a uh, a quadruple-digit loss. <laughs> you look so right good. I, I did look good. Kyle, all my bets this week were like, oh, like if, if you look at them beforehand, you're like, hey, that makes sense. Like, that should hit. It's not hitting. Thanks to your Packers, by the way. <laughs> Over 32 and a half. I blame the Falcons running. I do they too. wasted I half the game. They just don't ever bet against or for the Falcons. Somehow they'll screw you over. Like the new Add that team to the list. Add, add them to the list. We're the about to not be able to bet on anything, boys. Like We're about to just have a no-bet list of 32 teams. Like the Chiefs are on our no-bet list. How are the Kansas City Chiefs on our no-bet list? Like that, what? So we're about to – this is getting way too long, but, hey, I'm here for it. All right, let's get into some Monday Night Football. All right, so we had two games due to COVID here. So we had first had the Chiefs-Patriots. Chiefs won this one 26-10. Brian Hoyer was 15 for 24, 130 yards and a pick. Stidham also played 5 for 13, 60 yards, a touchdown, and two interceptions. Patrick Mahomes was 19 for 25, 236 yards, and two touchdowns. Two touchdowns is a little – a little iffy because he did a little that little pass that's just like an inch a little toss you know mm-hmm. so like i don't really count that as two touchdowns but then we got new england rushing damian harris 100 yards clyde had 64 yards for the chiefs uh demir bird five receptions for 80 yards and then kelsey had 70 receptions no touchdowns um this game was very, very – it showed that they need Cam Newton. Hey, there was – if they had Cam and if there was that BS call taken back where he was definitely a fumble and it was definitely taken back for a return for six points, I think the Patriots win this game. I, I don't else? think the Patriots win I don't think game. they win, but I think it's close. I don't think they win it because Patrick Mahomes seems to find a way to win. Like – I don't know, like the Chargers made him look vulnerable, but he still won. There's all this talk like, oh, the Chiefs look vulnerable. They, they yeah. still win. Like they just they, – they were down in every single playoff game looking vulnerable. They come back and win. Can we at least congratulate the Patriots for holding Kansas City to, what, six points going into half? That was impressive. I'll give them that. Like, like they look good without Cam playing old man Hoyer and Stidham. Yeah, it's – I, I thought they put up a good fight, even though they only put up 10. Like, I'll give them props. That game should have been tied at halftime if Hoyer didn't make a bonehead decision. 
That game should have been tied a lot of points if the <laughs> Patriots didn't make bonehead decisions. We got screwed there, Coop, on that bet. I know. We got screwed. I wonder right. what their uh, practice is going to be like with uh, with big Bill Belichick after that. You think oh, it's like God. they're just getting chewed out and just running gassers or something? I guess any other team, yes, but you're playing against Kansas City. No, so I, I feel like he wouldn't care, though. It's the mental mistakes. Like, like it yes, wasn't – so many. Like, it, it was the type of mistakes that they were making. Okay, I agree. But I, I still think the Patriots look very good for what they have. You right, think so they can got, beat the Bills? Um, I, I don't know. It's four weeks in. It's too hard to tell. Because the, the Patriots can hold the Chiefs to six, but then, you know, they – they allow the Seahawks to just run over them. It's I don't know if like they're just showing up some games and some games not. And this game's hard because like I, I think it'd be a completely different ball game if Cam's on the team. Uh, they, it I, I don't know. It's gonna be tough. I think it's been closer in the AFC East than people think. I still think the Bills will take it, but it's gonna be close. It's, All right, it's not, it's not gonna be close. But go on, Cooper. We'll go on. Next, we got the Packers Falcons. Packers pulled this one out 30 to 16. Matt Ryan was 28 for 39, 285 yards. Aaron Rodgers was 27 for 33, 327 yards, four touchdowns. Todd Gurley ran the ball for 57 yards. Aaron Jones ran it for 71. I don't even know how to say this guy's name. Zakais had 86 yards receiving for the Falcons. And then Tanyan for the – Packers had 98 yards and three touchdowns, the tight end. Calvin Ridley, oh, man, that was that was so great for my fantasy. I, I needed him not to score 10 points, and he comes out with a big, fat donut, and I get the donut. Yeah, what the hell? Like, I was looking at the stats right now, and Atlanta receiving. Um, I see Gage was a little bit limited because I knew he was hurt before, and then Julio Jones got hurt. And I'm like, oh, there's two of the big three. Where's Ridley? Oh, there's Ridley. Five targets, zero receptions, which if you watch the game, it's not like Matt Ryan is missing him. It's more of him dropping it. Thank God. Cooper, I think you put this that like Ridley stat on my life again. So that's like three things now that my life has been on, and they've all panned out. So like maybe you guys should start doing it more. <laughs> I just want con- to congratulate Rodgers getting a, a group of scrubs and putting up 30 against the Falcons. I know it's not a lot, and against, and it's also against the Falcons' defense. But tell me you look at this receiving court and you can recognize a single name. I don't think you can. There's no Lazard. There's no Jones. The only one I recognize is the Scantling. Scantling, but still. That's the only he's one. been there before. Yeah, but I mean, like, he's like Robert Tanyan. He just made him have the, the highlight of his career. Yeah, what, I mean, what, six receptions, 90, yeah, 98 yards, three touchdowns. That's some fantasy points right there. Yeah. and That is some fantasy points. Yeah. So, like, Packers look good. They, they look good. I think they're the clear front runner for the NFC right now. I, I think their defense has a good part to play in that too. All right, let's get into our discussion questions of the day. Brennan, hit us up. All right. So, for the first question of my discussion – I'm going to go with the free agencies, the free agency questions for next year. And I think the biggest free agent has to be Dak Prescott with the Cowboys. 
So I want you to give me what team you think would best fit him for next year and why. I personally think the best team that's going to fit him is staying where he's at right now. I don't think – I don't really know if any team wants would take the risk of him. I feel like he, his fit in Dallas is like they like him enough to keep him, but like he's not liked enough that other teams would keep him, if that makes sense, or go for him. So that's my opinion. I think he should stay in Dallas. I think if he's willing to take a pay cut, he should go to the Steelers. Because the Steelers are going to have a good record this year, so they're not going to get a good draft pick. They're not going to be able to get Lawrence or Fields or any of those guys. And I don't think Rudolph's ready yet. So if they just want like a one-year or two-year guy to wait for Rudolph to get better, I think he could do it. I don't think Ben's done after this year. I mean, I don't we'll either. See, but I think I think Ben's got two more years in him. So that would take that off. Where's yeah. that going? I'm I'm saying I'm saying he's going to. The Colts, because so the Colts obviously have Rivers like for a year, and, and he looks like he's toast. Like, like hopefully, I hope he does well this year, but he's gone after. I, he, I hope he retires after this year. So they need a quarterback, and instead of trying to draft one, I think they just may go throw money at Dak, and I think it's a good idea. So I, it's, it's hard for me. I'm not going to say a team, but I'm just going to say that you're going from a team where I think the the Cowboys like him. I. He's good. He's doing good, but his receiving core is Gallup, Amari Cooper, and now C.D. Lamb. So it's kind of hard for him to leave, and and he has Zeke with him. Um, so, but my next question will be, and this is more of a discussion, and if you think you should go somewhere else, but I personally think Sam Darnold is a good quarterback, and I think that the Jets are mistreating him. He has no weapons. He is almost getting frantic behind that O-line because he's just getting sacked every time. Do you guys think that A, he's a good quarterback and B, if he would be a better fit somewhere else? Yes. I think he's still got a lot of potential. I'm not giving up on him yet. And I think the like, – you look at this one. You ready for this one? The Chicago Bears with a three-quarterback yeah. room. That's what I was I, about to say. Like, oh, can you imagine that they, they're like, Nick Foles doesn't pan out, so they bring in Darnold. Oh, my God, that would be insane. I say cut Mitch, have Foles as the backup still. Yeah, I mean, it's, I, but I don't know. How much is Darnold getting paid? Is he getting paid like a rookie or no? He's, he's getting a lot of so money. Someone is rookie. Okay. He's only been uh, pretty soon. two or three years. Three years. I think, I think three yeah. years. So next year it'll be four. So I, I guess they could do that, but can you imagine paying three quarter? I guess only, you're only paying two rookie contracts, but still, like three quarterbacks. I personally think Sam Darnold. I wouldn't say he's a good quarterback. I'd say like above average. He's. I feel like right now in New York, he. Do you think he's undervalued, or do you think he's like where everyone thinks he is? I don't. In people's eyes, I think he might be undervalued, but right now in the Jets organization, he's overvalued. Because if they, I think they realize if he's not there, they don't aren't like doing anything. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, like he's under pressure all the t- damn time. Like there's nothing he can do. And for those people who didn't know, Le'Veon Bell did get cut on Monday, so he officially has nothing. He has Larry Man and Crowder. Yeah. Wow. I did not know that. Wow. Yeah. Hey, they got Frank Gore, right? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, he's uh, he's in the backfield talking about his back pain, and now he's going to go uh, to his kid's t-ball game after. Or when he's but, shotgun. Back to but a team-wise, this is what I think. If the Jets do end up wanting to go with a quarterback, I think this may sound bad, the 49ers. Okay. Because personally, I don't think Jimmy G is very good. I think they use utilize him well in their offense to where he looks good. But I don't know. I, that's what I would think. At least if not, he could be a backup there. And then when Jimmy G goes down like he does every freaking year, he'll play. The thing about that, though, is like that's not the type of backup quarterback you bring in to just back up. That's the type of back. It, no. It would, it would immediately show Jimmy G like, hey, man, we don't have much faith in you. Yeah, but that's not – but it's just it's kind of like the thing what they did with Marcus, or the Raiders did with Marcus. Like he's there when like something happens or like to win a job. It's not like, oh Jimmy G, you suck. We're gonna replace you. It's more like, Jimmy G, earn your spot here or you're done, kind of thing. Because yeah. right now he has no competition at quarterback and he's not very good in my opinion. Like it showed in the Super Bowl last year, he's not very good. He completes what ten passes a game. Yeah, no, and they still win. I, but the thing about Jimmy G is, so this is, this is what I kind of keep coming back to. He wins. Like, yeah, I and, agree. And now and you look at Mullins and whatever the hell that other guy's name was, they don't win. So Jimmy G wins and they don't win. So Jimmy G has to be doing something right. I don't know what it is because the stats don't show it, but it's got to be something. What's the record? What's the 49ers record without Jimmy G? One and one. Uh, this year, yeah, it's one and one. Because they be who'd they be bad without Jimmy G? The, the, the Giants. Giants. And who'd they play last week again? The Eagles. the Eagles. And I'm saying like with Jimmy G, they do not lose to the Eagles. Yeah. But then again, you're comparing Jimmy G to Mullins. Yeah, that's true. Like Mullins is horrible. And if like Sam Darnold was there, they'd win that game by 20. That's all yeah. I'm saying. I don't. I don't know. I. He, I personally think Sam Darnold's going to stay in New York because New York doesn't know what the hell they're doing. So <laughs> that's my take. I do. I my take is I hope because they are on the front runner to possibly get last place and a chance at Trevor Lawrence is that they shouldn't go with that because it's not going to change anything. They have to have a whole restructuring. And I was going to say I, this is going to be like almost a hot take, but I think you'd almost go toe to toe with Baker and Cleveland and. I know some people might disagree with me, but if you look at tape, I think Sam is a good quarterback. You can't look at stats because it's like like his quarterback and that's quarterbacks, his wide receivers get no separation. So he's taking those chances to try and throw them so he doesn't get sacked for the fifth time in a row. It's like I, I feel bad for the guy. He went to a dying franchise. I'd say I agree with you, Brendan, that they're kind of toe and toe. Mm -hmm. Sam Darnold and Baker are basically the same quarterback. I agree. Like with that. Baker can actually yeah. throw the football a little bit better than Sam, mm -hmm. in my opinion. I could be. I just think Baker's wrong. better than Sam's. I think they Sam both can run a little bit, but Baker's quicker. And then I think, Baker I can think throw one's better. a little bit more of a pocket passer, and one's a little bit more. No, no. On the run. I think they're literally the exact same quarterback. Just Baker yeah. does his job a little bit better than Sam in every aspect. Mm -hmm. I agree. I, I I agree with that. I just I'd say they still could still go toe to toe. Yeah, for sure. Just hard to tell. I don't know. Sam Darnold screwed in New York, though. I think that's right. <laughs> All right. And for question three, I apologize to the listeners out there because 
we already had this discussion earlier and God, I wish I can get those two hours back in my life because it was just nonsense and a lot of heated heatedness. I don't know if that's a word, but let's just get straight into it. We're going to talk about NFL MVP race. I know it's only week four, but we're going to give our predictions for who we think is going to win the NFL MVP between Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers. No, just, just say who we, who we yeah. think. That's all. Yeah. Okay. Just say that. who, who, who do you think? I'm going to go with Russell Wilson. Next person. Kyle, go ahead. Yeah. Do you want my reasoning or my person? Your person, your person. and reasoning. It's going to be Rodgers if they win the, the championship. I mean, I know they say it's on regular season or whatever, but I think it's going to be either between Russ or Rodgers. Here's the reasoning, okay? When you're going off, off the MVP, you think about the team record, number one. You think about touchdowns, number two. Then you think about interceptions. And then you got to think about the schedule or the team they play, played against, okay? It's touchdowns, Russ has got 16, Rodgers 13, Allen 12, Mahomes 11. So Russ takes that one. Interceptions, Rodgers got zero, Mahomes got zero and Russ and Josh have two. The teams they've played, Mahomes has the toughest schedule, then it goes Russ and Rodgers, and then Allen. So if you take all that together, it's Aaron Rodgers. Kyle, I also have something to add on to that. Um, Josh Allen has three fumbles as well. Just mark that in there, right? Wait, wait. I want something to add too. And actually, I'm going to go against Russ on this one. I'm going to say Rodgers is doing the most out of those four with the receiving core that he currently has. I agree. I, 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 I think the Bills, the Chiefs, and the Seahawks both have two receivers that are like a, a very above average, whereas he Rodgers is just doing what he can with what he has, and he always has done that. For now, though, until people get healthy for now, again. For now, until people get healthy, until they, they come back, until the number one and two come back. So, in my opinion, right now, I think that it's between Russ and Patrick Mahomes. Not at, not in the point this point in the season, but in the end of the year, I think it's going to be between Russ and Patrick Mahomes, but I do think Russ is going to get it. Okay. Okay, so now but, but but I will not be surprised if Cam Newton is close to the top of that list. Okay, here we go. Right, let, let, let Joe speak without interruption. Yeah, right. just give me my opening statement. This is where it starts to get heated. Okay, so here's where the problem arose. I, I said, let me just state it from the beginning. If the season ended today, I think Aaron Rodgers would be the MVP. I think Josh Allen would be second, and Russell Wilson would be third. Now, with that being said, I think that Josh Allen will be the MVP. And do you, do you want me to go into my reasoning, or do you just want to blast me, and then I'll just – Joe, you're an idiot. <laughs> All right, let's hear it. Let, let, let's hear it. Let me just debunk everything you say right now. All right, first of all. I think no, I, I, I'm going to go baseball right here. I'm going to go baseball right here. I'm, I'm going to go war. I don't care if people say it's a useless stat, but it's basically wins above replacement and how valuable you are to the team. I believe Russell Wilson is much more valuable to the team, to the Seahawks, than Josh Allen is to the Bills. And I believe Aaron Rodgers is almost the same with the Packers. Um Pat Mahomes, honestly, I, th I think he's really good as well, but he's got a lot of weapons out there. I, I think he a lot of good quarterbacks, like the top-tier quarterbacks, can do some damage with that offense. 
I think if you take Russell and you take Aaron out of those teams, they aren't the same. Okay, so let me just debunk that. That was the most meaningless opinion I've ever heard. That is heard not meaningless. Play. That is how's very that, how's true. How is that meaningless? Okay, so let me give my counter opinion to this. You ready? Okay. I think if you take Josh Allen out of the Bills, the Bills are a way worse football team. There we go. Now he's in the exact same conversation. Joe, no. Joe, not, if you take Josh worse Allen. Than Russell and Aaron. Joe, if you take yes. Josh Allen out of the Bills right now, they're probably still three and one, maybe two and two. If you take Russ and, and Aaron Rodgers off that team, those teams probably have a combined two or three wins. Combined. That no way. Yes, Russ, they the, would. The Seahawks, no, they would the Seahawks yes, would be they one would. Right now. No, the Seahawks would be three and one right now. No, no chance. <laughs> why, why no chance? Literally, why no chance? Because Russ is that good, and he sh- has proven to people that he is that good. And Josh same is, with Josh Aaron Rodgers. There's no quarterback that hit, can go in Green Bay right now and work the offense that he works with no one and have four wins. So this, this is the thing that people are getting construed with Josh Allen. In, jo- in year one, was Josh Allen horrific? Yes horrible in year two was he better but have a lot of questions yes through the first four games of this year has he been absolutely spectacular absolutely spectacular yes see i wouldn't say absolutely spectacular there's still a lot of mistakes that josh allen makes like kyle said he has two picks and three fumbles that's five turnovers in four I think games. He has one pick he has one, i think pick. i might have said two but he has one. one pick and also that pick shouldn't have been a pick it was a bad call by the refs okay if you don't say that uh, the ball went through greg olson's hands for the seahawks take that pick away exactly okay. four, and then one. you compare all those together then he has four turnovers compared to a combined one for the other mvps and russ so has one so here's my josh allen is making throws josh allen is making throws that are absolutely spectacular like the throw, no, he's, he's not. Had. See, Joe, you can't. You want to compare that. to Russell Wilson's throws? The, the top, the top five quarterbacks, top ten quarterbacks are making throws like no one, no one else. You can't say that someone's making good throws because there are so many quarterbacks that make good throws on a daily basis that have way less than Josh Allen has. What do you mean they have way less than Josh Allen has? Josh Allen has three very good receivers in Buffalo. So here's why I think Aaron Rodgers, as of right now, is the MVP. The Bills and the Seahawks both have very good weapons available to them. There's no debating that. Like, just the Bills and the Seahawks have very similar and good weapons available to them. Aaron Rodgers has nothing. He's doing it with literally nothing. So the reason I think Josh Allen will be the MVP is because you looked at strength of schedule. And by the end of the year, the Bills will have a just – an incredibly harder schedule than either of those teams. It's an unbelievably harder. You want me to read off what the I, next I, game? I, I got the schedule. I'm just going to read and off what the next game for the Bills. I have are. a question for you, Joe. I'm going to read. You can read off Hold the schedule, on. but they won't. I want to. I want to ask you how many wins do they actually do? You actually, think they're going to get in their next 12 games? Okay. Because I was looking at their schedule, and I don't think, me personally, I don't think they get over 10 wins. Like on the year or in the next on the 12 year. games? On the year. I think they definitely get over 10 wins because of Josh Allen. And that's See, the thing. I, that's, I don't, unless, unless he proves me completely wrong, but I don't – the way the Bills are playing right now, I don't think they get 10 wins. So, I don't – like, there's no reason other than one half against the Rams, which was bad. I will give you that. Everything else has been, like, just blowout. Like, they no, never – No, it they hasn't. won every game by one score. 
Yeah, because of a stupid touchdown at the end. Same with the Seahawks. Literally, the, a stupid touchdown at the end that no, their, their defense not even playing. They don't even care but about like, that. I, I, I'm very critical on the Seahawks. I don't think their, their defense is looking as hard as it should be in the past. Or not should be, as it has been in the past. So we, but, like, we keep saying this. Like, it, it doesn't matter if they've literally won by basically, basically enough to make it comfortable. I haven't been worried about the Bills other than Rams games. Not even close. Not even once in the game where I was like, oh, they may lose here. Not even once. So, I, uh, but, but what I'm saying – what, what I'm okay. saying is if the Bills go nine and six, yeah, Josh – or nine and seven, Josh Allen doesn't deserve the MVP. Same with 10 and, 10 and six. If they go 11 and five, with that strength of schedule, Josh Allen by far and away deserves the MVP. Unless they lose the five most important games because every other game besides that is not that hard. You just said that they would they, – you don't think they yes, win 10 games on the year. Because I personally don't think they're going to win 10 games. They – so they have to go – If play, they lose to the Chiefs, they lose to the Patriots, they lose to – the Patriots, actually, they play the Seahawks. Patriots twice. So if they lose to the Chiefs, they lose to the Seahawks, they lose to the Patriots twice. That's four losses right there against good teams, and the other teams aren't that great. Titans, Steelers, 49ers, Cardinals, maybe. Okay, don't and put the 49ers in there. I put the Steelers out of any of those teams. That's it. I, I don't think they beat the Steelers or the Titans. Okay, and if they – Oh, yeah, beat remember – in the Titans, he doesn't deserve the MVP. But I'm saying he will beat both those teams. So you think he deserves the MVP if he loses to the Patriots twice, to the Chiefs and the Seahawks? It depends on the game score, but it depends. But no. Because if you think about that. I think Aaron Rodgers will be better than that. But I don't think he's also going to lose all those games. That's four losses. Well, also, if he loses to the Patriots twice, they're in the wildcard position, most likely. uh, Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, if he doesn't win division, he doesn't deserve the MVP. I don't think. Depends. I think. I think they'll lose one to the Patriots. I think they will lose one between the Chiefs and the Seahawks. I don't know which one it's going to be. And I think they'll lose one other game and go 13-3. and three. Okay. So, everyone give their last little bit so we don't talk about this for 10 minutes. Basically, I, I, I know this is about the current year, and it's hard because this is only four games and we're giving predictions. I get that. But Josh Allen is looking for four games. I think Russell's looking good for four games in the past four years. There's just been a quarterback who's looked a little bit better than him. Maybe a lot bit better, but he's always been like the number two, number three talk. He's never won an MVP. So I, that's why I think it's like it's his reason to win it. Uh, but we'll see what he does. You, you can't. This is MVP of this year. I, while I agree, Russell Wilson has no, been but, but probably the best quarterback in that... football over the last four years. He Like you got to go this, this year. Yeah, but what Brendan's saying is that predicting the MVP race right now, you take four games and then you look at like their career as a total. And look, if you, you look, look at, at four games, if you look whole. at Russ's four games and know what he can do in the future, still, it looks better than what Josh Allen can do in the future. Because if you, false. Is how is that false? Because wait, wait, you're saying that based on projections, I'm not that... saying projections. I'm saying off what he has done as a total oh, yeah. in his career, what he yeah, has done. True. Yeah. You, can, you can't predict that he's going to continue on this uphill trend. Because if you look back on his last two years in the league, he could win four games, but then go straight and just plateau and they don't win. No, Josh Allen has been on ascending each year he's been in the league. Yeah, I know. But yeah, if he takes right, one step years. down, it's the same thing as last year. Unless he keeps going on this uphill, what is that exactly what I'm saying? If he keeps going this uphill thing, but we don't know that he's actually going to do that. 
yeah. more sample size. But whatever. Kyle, Kyle, what's your two cents? Honestly, I don't know how to word it, but I feel like if every team had the same exact record, it's going to come down to touchdowns versus interceptions, like slash turnover ratio. I feel like that's like the biggest thing. Because I feel like all these teams are going to somewhat be around like the same win, you know, total. So if you take all those together. I think the league is top heavy this year, is what you're saying. Yeah. So I feel like it's really going to come down to the battle for that ratio between Russ and Rodgers. Because I feel like Josh Allen, like he made some dumb mistakes already so far. And it's kind of worked out for him. Granted, there's been like some ref calls that like, you know, have gone the other way that have gone against him, some for him. But if he just plays like how we've seen him play before and he just has a couple turnovers and then Rodgers and Russ just continue to like be really good and not turn the ball over, I feel like you have to give it to them. I feel like as an MVP, as like, like he can, he can turn the ball over because the Bills defense will bail him out. Like the Packers and Seahawks defense won't bail them out. Maybe the Packers are not very good this year. Yeah. Obviously I can't say that because the Bills haven't looked like they have last year, but I just think they're warming up. I just hope at the end All of the right. year we can have the same talk. Like, it's this close. That'd be so It's going to be in two weeks. We're not going to be having the same talk. It's going to be a little different. Yeah, because Josh Allen will <laughs> run away with it by then, baby. Let's go, Josh. <laughs> All right. Let's go into the next topic. And I'll take this one over. But bye-bye, Bill O'Brien. I don't know if you guys heard, but I called it. I thought I said he'd be gone, and he was gone within the next day. So I felt pretty good about that one. I feel like a young Adam Schefter. Uh <laughs> My next prediction is Dan Quinn. So uh, pack your bags, you ready to go Bahamas, low retirement, whatever you want to do. But let's just get into the Bill O'Brien history. All right. So first of all, he had four different positions, head coach, GM, lead counsel. And for those of you who don't know, lead counsel decides the money spent on the players. And then play caller. So when you're looking at 0-4 record, and I don't care if you're playing Chiefs, Ravens, Texans, and then the Vikings – which are three or four or four good teams, um, still 0-4. So when you have four different positions and you're 0-4, who do you look to? A guy with four different positions. <laughs> Bye-bye, Bill. So then we'll go into his history. So what has he done for the Texans? Hmm. Well, first of all, he traded away the first and second round picks to Miami uh, for 2021. He traded DeAndre Hopkins, arguably one of the best wide receivers in the league, for David Johnson. And a second-round pick. Huh, what has David Johnson done this year, you ask, huh? Well, he hasn't gone above 60 yards a game. Um, he's averaging about, I'd say, like three or four uh, yards per rush a game. He's not doing much compared to DeAndre Hopkins. And as you can tell, Deshaun has nothing. He has no one to throw to. He's fired his own GM and took over the spot for himself. Smart man. And he would have had the third overall pick in 2020, but instead he gave it to Miami for an offensive tackle. Miami ended up getting Tua Tagovailoa. So the man is a certified dumbass. What else has he done? He's given away Dwayne Brown and Jadavion Clowney to Seattle for a couple of scrubs. And as a Seahawks fan, I'm pretty excited because Dwayne Brown is a great offensive tackle and Clowney really helped us. And, yeah, so that's my little rant on Bill O'Brien. I think people thought that he would be gone sooner. I thought he was in the hot seat before the season even started. Right now, Romeo Cornell is the interim head coach. 
and there, so far there are three different prospects to take over for the head coach job for the Texans. So right now we have Eric Bieniemy, uh, who is the offensive coordinator for the Chiefs, Greg Roman, who is the offensive coordinator for the Ravens, and Josh McDaniels, who is the Bill Belichick uh, protege and also the offensive coordinator for the Patriots. Who do you guys think is going to take over this role? Like, how could it not be Bieniemy? Like, he's yeah. literally he just turn that Chiefs – I mean, it's Andy Reid, you know, all that. But, like, he's been running an incredible offense there with the Chiefs for the last couple of years. Like, just – I mean, I guess you could say the same thing with the Ravens, but I like the enemy. I think Chiefs are better. Or, like, he's a clear front runner. I think Roman and McDaniels are, like, distant second and third. Are, are you saying right now or, like, at the end of the season? Right now, I, I don't think they're going to find one of these coaches. Okay, that's what I thought. I, was gonna I say, think Purnell is going to take over for the rest of the season. Yeah, because I was going to say, I don't think any of these coaches would leave these teams to go there during the season. <laughs> no, you have like – That would be stupid. Three, three of the top five AFC teams, so no. But I think definitely the end of the season, uh, I, I, maybe if the Chiefs get a second ring and Benjamin is like, all right, I might fun, now let's go to Houston. Or even the Ravens with Greg Roman, um, Josh McDaniels, I know he wants his fresh start, but – I, this is a salvageable team. This is the most salvageable 0-4 team in the league right now. Yeah. I also don't think that the Chiefs OC is going to go there. Not because he's not qualified, but I've heard that he, like, wouldn't be a good head coach from people because he's okay. so, like, soft-spoken. He doesn't really talk a lot. And he's kind of one of those people that, from what I've heard, I don't really know, but I know he can run a mean offense. So, who knows? Okay. Well, and that happens. There's been coaches that make good players and players that make good coaches. And sometimes you don't get the both of those, you know? Yeah. Where it's like, like sometimes there's a coach who's maybe he never played a year of football, but somehow he's a great offensive coordinator and stuff like that. So I definitely agree with that uh, logic. All right, baseball. So, boys, everything that could go wrong has gone wrong so far in the DS series. So uh, I shouldn't say that. So after. AL day two, NL day one, here's where we stand. We have the Yankees and the Rays tied at one. That's the one thing that didn't go as wrong as it could have. We have the Astros up on the A's, two to zero. That is horrible. That is the one thing in life I didn't want to happen this week. That's the worst thing. Yep. The, Mar- the Braves over the Marlins, nine to five, which I'm, I'm really rooting for the Marlins. So, again, not fun to see. And the Dodgers beating the Padres five to one. And why would anyone cheer for the Dodgers? Beyond so me. it is, it's been pretty sad so far to start the DS series. Um, but the only, like the only interesting series in my opinion, that's going to happen is this Yankee series. Cause I, I think the Astros are heading towards that sweep of the A's. I think the Dodgers are going to win, unfortunately, but I don't know. Here's, here's my two cents. The Dodgers are going to easily sweep the Padres, and that's just – I think they both easily. have somewhat I think, equal. I, th- I would say gentleman sweep. Okay, gentleman sweep, but it's just like c- – compare the pitching. I think they both have stacked rosters for uh, offense, but uh, Dodgers easily uh, dominate them for pitching. Now, if you look at Rays-Yankees, I think it's going to be a good series. I think it's pitching versus hitting, and I think Stan's heating up. Um, He's looking like Mr. October right now. Don't want to make that comparison. And here's my thing about Astros A's. I know you guys want the Astros to lose right now, 
but I want to see Yankees Astros. And let's say that Astros beat them. I would love to see Astros Dodgers. I want them to meet their maker. I don't want them to lose to the A's. I want them to get the shit on by the Yankees. I want Chapman to throw 103 right by Bregman's eyes and see the living fear of God inside of him. So that's my reasoning for the, the A's losing, and I'm okay with that. Brennan, now, with the Marlins Braves – sorry, what's up, Coop? What you basically just said is you want the Astros to keep winning baseball games, and that's not good for me. No, that, that, no, that doesn't, no. That doesn't work, all right? They need to stop winning baseball games and get out now. I don't care about the Yankees-Astros. I want them I out now. Why do. do you want them to win more games? That's like saying that's like saying if you're giving have, them a chance. Uh-uh. That's like saying, would you rather have Ant-Man beat Thanos or would you rather have Iron Man beat Thanos? Bring me Iron Man versus Thanos. No, that's right. completely different because Ant-Man has no chance at Thanos. And the Astros actually have a chance at the Yankees. No, they don't. The, they have I, a chance. I, There's no chance if they keep losing. But if they I, make I, it, they have a chance. We need to stop talking about this. I can't handle thinking that the Astros may win think, anything. Think about what the mom- – if they sweep the A's, think about the momentum they have right now. Please stop. I can't do this. This is what I'm saying, Brendan. Stop telling I, them that we want the Astros to go to the Yankees series. I can't do this. Hey, Brendan, it's my I'm prediction. wishing you. I'm Thank with you, you Kyle. Kyle. Oh, God. oh, God. There's Kyle. two of them. There's two of them, Joe. What are we going to do? I, I, can we talk hey, about They say they want – Hey, Kyle, Kyle, talk to me because we both went 2-0 on Monday Night Football. So, please, talk to me. Hey, oh, yeah. hey watch it, buddy, because I didn't go 0-2 because I, ha- I, cho- I did not want to choose either of those, but I had to. I had to make a chance here. All I know is the Astros were going to win this series the whole time. The A's are like that fluke wild card team that just wins nine games at the end of the year. It gets in and it gets smoked every year. So I'm not surprised that they're down. But the good news is, is that we will finally see what should have happened a few years ago where the Astros get their ass handed to them. So I'm looking forward to it. Or they don't, Kyle. We're, 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 we're talking about the, the upside of this. There's an other side of this. They could win. They could win. All right, Cooper. I want them to lose to the to the A's right now, but the A's aren't gonna come back from a yeah. Two because you it. keep cheering for them, they play the Yankees. <laughs> you, you're giving them, them hope. I, I'd rather have it. See, that's cheering for them. You want them to win to play the Yankees. You just I'm said not it. Cheering for them. I fucking hate the Astros. What are you talking? Then about? then tell them to get out now. Just stop saying. Uh, get I out now. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Get now out we're... now. Okay, but how about this? Marlins Braves. What do you guys think about this series? Um, I mean, I think the Braves are just going to roll over them, but I think that anytime anyone plays the Marlins, so what do I know? They made it this far, so go Marlins. Hey, I don't think anyone's giving credit to the Miami and Marlins. Whoever one thought, but no one thought. They were in a restructuring period. They happened for a while, and somehow they're in the NLDS. So let's give a little little high five to the, to the Marlins. Good for the Marlins. They, they, Good they for made the Marlins. it this far. Good for them. But if the Astros keep winning, Brendan, I'm going to have some words for you, all right? <laughs> Please do, because you know what? I, I want the Yankees to stomp on them, because I know right. they are going to stomp on them. Brendan, let, let's get into the NBA. I literally cannot physically stand the thought of talking about the Astros anymore. Okay, let's talk about something I really can't stand the thought of, and that's Tyler Hero hitting a three with a second left for me to lose my bet. Freaking honky ass white boy. All right. Lakers take game four, 102 to 96. 
Uh, it, it was a pretty close game. It was kind of a teeter-totter back and forth. Um, AD went for 22, A for 16. LeBron had 28. Just two assists shy of a triple-double. Um, over for the Heat, uh, Bam Adebayo was back with 15 points. Jimmy B had 22, shot 8 for 17. And the young boy, Tyler Hero, who no one likes, had 21. This stupid-ass snarl in the previous game. Uh, but, yeah, this is – When's, when's game five? Like, Thursday? It, yeah, it should be. I think yeah. it's Friday. Yeah. Oh, Friday? It might be Friday, Thursday, or Friday. Uh, probably just because it's Thursday night football's on. I got a question. Yeah. On Friday, when the Lakers win, who do you think is going to win the MVP? AD or LeBron? We, we talked about it. I think whoever's going to outperform the next game because it's been so back and forth. I think – Here's my thinking. I think they're going to give it to AD. Maybe they're trying to get him to stay for another year. They have no control of that. Uh, it kind of helps. It's like throwing a dog a bone. No, the, the, the Lakers don't decide who it is. It's the league that decides, not the Lakers. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's stupid of me. Um, <laughs> I, I, think, I think it's going to be ad because lebron has done it before and they're like yeah ad you're new here you go i also i heard on twitter a few people think that jimmy butler is going to get it no that that will never happen because a few years ago when golden state beat up on the Cavs, lebron like played out of his mind that's true lost the series and he didn't get it if anyone was going to get it it was going to be him and no someone's gotten it before I, well, I know, but I mean, like... Yeah, but if, Cooper, it's like, if, if they do a gentleman's sweep, and, you know, Jimmy yeah. B went off for 40 last game for a triple-double, he did, hasn't shown that he, like, deserves it. No, I agree, but I was just saying, people on Twitter said that they think Jimmy Butler should get it. And I was like, if you, get, if you lose 4-1 to one in the series, you have no chance of winning the finals MVP. Maybe, like, a 4-3 series, and you, like, triple-double every game, but, like, come on. I think... Miami Heat still look really good. I think Jimmy Butler was a great addition to the Heat. Uh, he's definitely found a home, and I think they're going to make a run next year. But not this year. It's not not this year. I don't think next year. Uh, it's Lakers in five. It's I, even though I think the highest like lead that they had was with like ten seconds left in the game. Like it was literally between four or five points for the most of it. All right, like Lakers in five. We can uh, move on from that one. Let's uh, let's go into some Thursday night football preview. All right, so for Thursday night football, we have the Bears and the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers are favored by four and a half. In my opinion, this is kind of a low spread for the Buccaneers, but I understand why because there's so many players on the Bucks that are out. We got Godwin out. We got Mike Evans. Is questionable, right? Or is he out? Oh, Godwin's questionable, too, by the way. Okay. So, we got a lot of players on the fence. So, that's probably but it, why. But their injuries are not, like, illness. Like, it's, like, ankle, yeah. hamstring. Like, stuff that, like, you can't I, I think really they're questionable. Fix. They're not ruled out yet, right? No. Yeah. I think a few of them actually are ruled out. Like, I think Fournette's actually out. Uh-huh. And then, like, a few other ones. But I don't really know. But that's probably I mean, why like, it's so low. Okay. I, I get that, but then let's like look on the Bears side. Khalil Mack is questionable, and Tariq Cohen is out. 
that's like two of the biggest names for the Bears. Wait, has Cleo Mack played this? I thought he hasn't played at all this year. No, he has. Oh, he has? Who was the big name that got injured for the year? Oh, it's uh, never mind. It was uh, the Denver guy. Von Miller? Yeah. Uh, I'll just take it on this one. Um, Bucks minus four and a half. I'm, I'm going to say the Bucks too. I, I, they put up, what, the Bears put up three against the Colts defense? And the Bucks have a great defense. I think it will come down to – it would come down to if Khalil Mack could, yeah, could literally pressure Tom Brady in the pocket. But if he's not playing, it's, you just sit there all day and pick them apart. Yeah, I'm going to so say Bucks. I, I know the Bucks are hurt, but in general, I'm pretty high on the Bucks and I'm pretty low on the Bears. So that would mean that I'm going to take the Bucks, and I am. Oh, who yeah, do you I do, got? I do not trust the Bears ever, unless it's against the Packers, because they always play well against the Packers for some reason. So, Bucks. Here's one thing no one has talked about right now. It's not a big factor, but it's a morality factor, and that is the Nick Foles is the Brady killer. Oh, you know, the, that almost got me to change now that I think about it, but I'm not doing it. Go Bucks. <laughs> See, start Mitch for like the first drive and then put Foles. I guarantee you he'd be a better quarterback. No, I'm telling you, trade for Sam Darnold. Start Darnold for the first half, Trubisky for the third quarter, and Foles for the fourth quarter. Then you got a team. Dude, that's – they're winning the NFC North if that's the case. <laughs> they're taking out the Packers. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it here for us on – Wednesday, October 7th. Thank you for joining us. We'll be back on Friday talking about Thursday night football, previewing the weekend and talking more MLB baseball. Please hope to God that the Astros do not keep winning. And if they do pray for the Yankees or Rays, whoever makes it. All right. I'll talk to you guys later. Later boys. Later. later. Josh Allen is not winning MVP. All right, everyone. Have a great day.